over 47. Whoop de whoop. 27 plus 20. Yes. Bitch. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Lena, do you have any STEM news for us? I hate you so much. <laughs> a struggle, man. Um, so one of the articles that I was reading is by The Guardian, and it is how to find the right job for you. So it basically goes through like a list and gives some good insights on questions you should be asking yourself when you're in a job search. Um, and things that you may not um, necessarily think about or things you may forget to think about. Because usually when you're in the point of job searching, especially if you've been in um, an industry or working, um, you're probably transitioning for a very specific reason. And if you're focused on one thing, then you may make not such a wise decision. So um, it has some really good insights of some things that you should be looking for. Um, such as um, looking at your top criteria for jobs, focusing on ingredients. So like not only your knowledge set, but some of the fringe benefits of a job, um, looking for areas within your organization before leaving the organization. But it was some really good uh, messaging in there and I recommend you all read it. Um, like I said, it was pretty, it was pretty insightful because I know for me, the times that I left jobs is usually like I was pissed off about something and mm-hmm. <laughs> you just jump and then next thing you know, you sit there like, mm, it's stuck over here too. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, definitely, uh, look at that article, especially if you're in the transition. Cause I know because of COVID people, you know, were getting laid off. And if you were looking for a job earlier in it. It may be more um, difficult now or uh, maybe like better because people are going back to work. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. And it's short. That's the good side. <laughs> it's straight to the point. Like, <laughs> here are XYZ things you need to know. Do them, sis. So. Okay. So, that also ushers in our topic of the day. Excitedly, today we're going to be talking to Kayla. So, <laughs> I hate you so much. No, but Kayla has some good news. Bitch, I got a new job. Bitch, I'm out. <laughs> Bitch, <laughs> shit. So, um, we're gonna like discuss some of the things like that the article brought up in relationship to finding a new job mm-hmm. um especially during now it's iffy like things like home ownership and new jobs and quitting jobs and going to school everything is like different not i wouldn't necessarily say more difficult but like i said it's different than before so first tell us what the new role is so my new role is in systems engineering um so mainly dealing with uh honestly i don't know I know it's in systems engineering, but because how they have their systems group, like pretty much a lot of them can just do whatever. So it's more so like they're kind of treating it like open-ended right now. So it's like, I'm just going to get there. And then it's like, yeah, what do you want to do? You know, but right now it's kind of um, dealing with like software teams and like the sales of that like technology to like folks outside. 
So like, do you want to discuss a little bit about the offer? Like, even if it's in like comparison to like your old role, like, is it a step up? Is this lateral? Is it more money? Is it more responsibility? Like, yeah, so it's, it's more money. So my current company, I was making, well, I was making 92. And then we got the 10% cut. Oh boy. So then now <laughs> I'm going to be making 102. 500 so pretty decent jump um and the offer included uh a ten thousand dollar sign-on bonus i did not get that with my uh, previous company and um also like uh what's it called relocation assistance granted yeah i mean i was you know i was in michigan already when i started you know at my previous job but uh yeah, I didn't ask for that in my offer. They were just like, oh, here you go, sis. And I was like, okay, man, shit, I'll take that. Um, benefits, I want to say it's around the same. Um, I don't know about the number of vacation days or anything like that. Uh, but I want to say, like, in terms of, like, you know, health insurance and shit like that, it's around the same. But, yeah, definitely more in salary. <laughs> Excuse me. And that sign-on bonus is looking pretty pretty fucking sexy so yeah like did you negotiate any like or did you like did they just offer you that and you were like okay i'm good with that offer like or did you already go into it like this is my yes no boundary so my stupid ass two things so i was trying to interview with other companies so that way i can get a counter offer but that didn't happen um, but they did ask me, and I feel like this is a trend happening more often than not where, you know, you're on the phone or you're doing like a virtual chat with someone and they just flat out ask you what salary range are you looking for? You know, before they, you would get like further and further in, then they would ask you now it's like, damn, their first call. They like, yo, what do you want? Like in terms of salary, I'm like, damn, can I take me out to eat first? Like the fuck. But, um, yeah, so I knew I wanted one, I was doing my market research and shit for like systems engineers it was like 120k so i was like okay that's what i want because i got my two degrees and shit and like my four years experience whatever um but then they came back like "Ooh, we can only give you like 102 so with that being said and i wasn't expecting to sign on bonus either i was like okay i'll take that so <laughs> i didn't negotiate i should have negotiated for an additional 5600 because that's why I owe to Harmon for my uh, the last bit of my tuition reimbursement that hasn't fallen off because that's still what I owe the company um, because like every loan falls off over time you know in service or whatever um, so I still owe that amount but I forgot like when I was originally job searching <laughs> I'm so pissed out when I was originally job searching I was like okay whatever company I get signed on with I need to ask them to like put that in there you know in the offer completely fucking forgot so then with the company now um they were like oh yeah you owe this much sis i was like damn it because i already signed the offer and shit so i'm just like okay but like definitely i would suggest people to like make a list like you were saying elena like you know make a break or like deal breakers or whatever stuff so that way when you do go into the offering portion of it 
you know, like, okay, I need, I want this, this, and this, you know, you just check it off or whatever the fuck, but I ain't do that. So now I'm like 5,600 5, in the hole, but it's cool. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So uh, you said you have four years of experience. Was that all at Harmon? Mm-hmm. So that was all four years full time. Um, that last little bit was, uh, I was still getting my EE degree, but I was still doing like 40 hours a week. So yeah, four hours full time. So what made you want to start a new job search considering that you have been there for so long? Um, mainly I like cars, but I didn't want to do it forever. Um, and it's, it's good experience because then you understand like supply chain, you get manufacturing, you get to work with like cross-functional teams and all that stuff. But I felt like it was time to dip because I was stressed the fuck out. <laughs> I'm not even going to hold you up because it was me doing like a four-person job, you know, like handling all these different like troubleshooting tasks for like all these different platforms. And then we had the F-150. Anytime there's a new model year F-150, like your blood pressure just goes up another fucking 50 percent because everything's heavily scrutinized you know so i was like you know what bro like and i was noticing like i wasn't completing as many tasks as i usually did you know so i was like okay it's time to go sis because i would literally wake up and my heart would be like racing, you know, and be like, oh my God, <laughs> like, like, what do I need to catch up on? Like, what did I dream about? I would be dreaming about work. That shit was trash as fuck. Like literally trying to sleep to decompress and I'm still dreaming about the bullshit that I haven't finished. So yeah, yeah. I feel like I enjoy my job, but I'm, I'm right there, like where you were. Like I go mm-hmm. to sleep at night and I'd be like, okay, I need to do these five things as soon as I wake up in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of like, okay, I usually start my day at work at like 6.30. So I'm like, if I get up at like six, then I could do, you know, one, two, three things before then. Or like, I would dread getting emails. And granted, it's my job to read the email, but I would be like, oh my God, I don't know if the world is falling apart in my inbox. When people call me, I'm in like a panic. So I'm like, okay girl I may be on the verge with you yeah because I mean like I love music you know I love being able to be like okay I need to bump this song at volume 30 and it'll be uh oh I was playing uh what was it activated yeah I was like (laughs) had that shit bump it (laughs) at like 9 (laughs) a.m but I'm like I'm testing stuff you know so like some parts were like really cool but like when it gets to like you know just you know you need somebody to like help you with everything that you need to accomplish still yeah I was like bro nah, I, I got a dip set so like how long were you searching okay funny story so last year I was searching I had a little stint because I was just like you know fuck it I'm over it so then I started <laughs> applying to places because I was like oh maybe somebody will hire me while I'm still getting my MBA so that was like maybe like two months or something and I got a couple of interviews but they just they could just tell like I wasn't really interested in the work they just could feel like I just wanted to get the fuck out right so I was like okay 
excuse me, clearly I'm not in the right mindset for this shit. So I'm going to just stop and I'm going to wait until I get my MBA. So then I really started searching in June and damn near like every day I was like applying to shit, applying to shit. Not like 10 jobs in a day. Cause that's what I was doing before, like, you know, in last year or whatever. And that shit would just like burn my ass the fuck out. So I'd be like, okay, let's focus. Let's do like two, three jobs on shit that you really want to fucking do. Um, and go from there. So yeah, I would say like June. And then I started going to like career fairs and shit. Cause I was like, I need to network. Oh, and then I was really on LinkedIn and shit like that. So yeah, since June, I've been like busting my ass, <laughs> like looking for shit. So like the career fairs that you went to, I'm assuming because of COVID, they were virtual, right? Mm-hmm. So like, like how were they? I've been trying to understand what this virtual career fair thing is. Like, I I picture it in my head to be like a Zoom call and it's you and like a 400 other people and I'm trying <laughs> to figure out, like I'm trying to figure out like are you putting the chat back like oh i want to talk to gm and did somebody like dm you like i don't understand how it works explain so (laughs) i'm dead so mainly first of all if you can't type your ass is like grass because how it usually is is you're you would go into a booth right so it's kind of like a chat room for that particular employer and then let's say you you introduce yourself i'll be like hey i'm kayla jordan I have, i'm an ee i got this bullshit whatever wait so and you typing all this yes you're typing all this I'm that's what i'm saying what we on if twitch you... <laughs> 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 i'm just saying like if you cannot type your ass is grass bro but i love typing so i'm like oh okay <laughs> you know my mechanical this shit um so yeah introduce yourself you'll have like maybe one rep that like you know like you said elena dms you right so i was like oh hey who are you blah 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 what are you looking for and then another rep may ping you as well so then you're talking to like two different people repeating the same shit maybe like different answers or whatever but it's usually the same shit and then if you're in a different company's booth then they'll ping you so it's just all these fucking windows all over the place your computer is dinging like a motherfucker because it's telling me, oh, this person sent you a message, this person. So, yeah, if you can't really multitask and then type, you're fucked. But then, if they really fuck with you, then you might get into, like, a Zoom call or something like that. So, you know, don't just be out here in your ugly sweatsuit and shit. Like, no, like, actually dress nice because you never know. They might want to do, like, a quote-unquote face-to-face with you, you know, just to see you know you and like actually like get your reactions to shit so but usually no it was just all like chat boxes and shit so get dressed you said what i said so get dressed yeah get dressed yeah at least from like your knees up look decent because like usually i had on a button up and some biker shorts <laughs> like i was i was good <laughs> yeah please dress nice you, you never know that's the title of the episode button up some biker shorts <laughs> <I'm dead. laughs> oh shit so do you have any tips other than the typing and getting dressed for the virtual career fair i would say one one thing that i should have done was had like a uh, introductory kind of like paragraph like where i could just copy and paste 
because I kept um retyping the shit. And I'm like, oh my god, this is so trash. I should have just copied it and then like pasted it just and then like tweaked it to like whatever job positions I knew that company had, you know. So that way I could just be, you know, kicking them out. But it's fine. I would also suggest that you don't just go in there and then be like, oh, tell me about all the roles. Like, no, you should have already done your research because a lot of career or a lot of companies are already telling you the roles that they're looking for before they even go to the career fair. So to me, that just made it so much more efficient because it's like, okay, this is who I am. This is the role I've already applied to. That's another thing. Apply to the roles before you even go to the career fair because recruiters, they were looking up my application while I was in the career fair or like the chat box with them. And then they would immediately change the, the status, you know, based off of like our conversation, if it was like good or not. So they'd be like, oh, I see your application. I'll just put it into uh, under consideration or some shit, you know? So that was cool. So yeah. So just make sure you have like certain uh, paragraphs already typed up. So you just copy and paste and then apply to the roles before you even get in the career fair. So that way you already have something to talk about and then just be prepared to um, potentially do like a face-to-face. So you also talked about using like LinkedIn. How did that work? Like, I feel like a tech lame because <laughs> clearly I don't know how the virtual career fair work. And in my class that I'm taking is um, like inbound information. Mm-hmm. So it's all about utilizing these digital platforms to, I guess, get to like a goal. And one of the things they discussed in there was like using LinkedIn. And it was like, do you have a LinkedIn profile? And I was like, yeah. And it was like, what do you use it for? And I'm like, nothing. 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 Like a resume. Like I get on there and I update like what my role is. And like, if I have any like new skills, but like when I get those, you know, the DMs of people like, oh, I'm looking for a person for this role. I'm like, spam. I think everything. (laughs) fake or everything is spam so like how did you leverage like linkedin so like you were saying like i i didn't really use linkedin for shit like i would just mainly use it to just like update you know like my task or you know like my job responsibilities and shit and be like oh i'm doing this now or whatever um but other than that i wasn't really on it so what i did was i started posting shit you know, because then I, I got into like the um, cybersecurity boot camp. So I was posting stuff like, this is what I'm learning. I'm learning Linux. Oh, you know, look at all the shit I'm doing, you know, while I'm at home and COVID and shit like that. So it was more so just showing like, hey, I'm an individual. I'm doing shit. Right. And then what I really started to do was before the career fairs I was going to, I would try to find a re- recruiter. You know, I would, I mean, you kind of got to guess. You don't really know these people like that. But I was just send a message like, hey, you know, my name is Kayla. I'm attending such and such career fair. Um, could you tell me a little bit more about the roles that you're looking to uh, fill? You know, shit like that. So they'd be like, oh, yeah, we're looking for this and this and this. You know, what are you looking for and shit like that? So already kind of like putting myself out there or asking, hey, you know, are you attending the career fair? You know, shit like that. So really really just getting into people's dms and shit that was what i was mainly using linkedin for and then especially when i was um looking at like cybersecurity roles i would like ping people like hey you know can we have like a quick 20 minute chat 
you know, I have some questions. I want to understand your journey and shit like that. So then they'd be like, oh, okay. So that way you're, you're making a uh, more intimate connection with those people instead of just sending a message and, and hoping for the best, you know? So that way they know your voice, they have your number, you've already added them on LinkedIn and everything. So it's like, you'll be in their head longer if they think of a role that may be suited for you. So were yeah. you, um, were you finding the career fairs on LinkedIn too, or where were you finding the career fairs? Yeah. So I was finding them on LinkedIn. So what I was doing was I was following companies that I was interested in. So I would follow them. I would follow certain recruiters that I noticed would post a lot about like events happening, um, with their companies and shit. So then I'll be like, okay, follow the company, follow this recruiter, and then just monitor their posts. So then they'll be like, hey, we have this uh, career fair for, you know, these types of engineers, whatever, then I would register because it's like, okay, you know, this makes sense. Um, So yeah, it was kind of like doing it that way and then putting it on my calendar. So then I have a reminder like, okay, you know, this is the career fair that I'm going to, and this is what um, the jobs they're looking for. So I could keep it all straight. Were the career fairs that you found um, like costly or like, were they free? So most of them were free. The only one I paid for was uh, Nesby because that was the convention career fair. Um, I feel like, I feel like I paid for another one. Because I know it's definitely Nesby. Oh, I was going to pay for um, the National Black um, MBA Association's career fair. Because I was like, man, I don't want to do it. Because that was like another, <laughs> that was another 150. But fortunately, I got the the offer before then. So I was like, all right, cool. Man, you got more money in my pocket. But um, yeah, I think Nesby was the only one. Everything else was uh, free. How did this role, I guess, how did you know that this role was for you? And I think that's the hard part for people. So when I left, um, you know, my current company and I went to Chrysler, Mm -hmm. I was on the, like, I felt like this role kind of was like for me because it was something I was familiar with. And I liked the supervisor and the manager that interviewed me Mm -hmm. Um, from like their vibe. It's just that like, she was like an older woman and like you could tell from like her voice and her nature that she was caring. And then the supervisor was like a young guy. So when I got there, I found out like, yeah, like he's like a nerd and like he was real laid back about stuff. And I was like, okay, this is a perfect group. Like, I liked that role based upon my group more so than the role. Mm-hmm. Like, how did you know, like, this is for you? So looking at the role description, they were talking about, like, experience with, like, communication systems, um, using shit like, you know, JIRA and Confluence, um, cross-functional interaction, stuff like that. Um, it w- there were a couple things in there. I was like, uh, I don't know they were asking more about like um like satellite communication shit like that I, was like, I ain't never did that shit but <laughs> I knew it was for me because I'm like I still have the skills from all the shit I've been doing you know in these cars that can be translated to you know satellites and shit I mean because communication is just you know a different protocol a different medium 
you know, whatever. It's still shit getting from point A to point B, you know? So when I was in the career fair talking to the recruiter, he's like, oh, do you have any like um, SATCOM experience? I was like, no, but, you know, I have CAN experience. I have experience like communicating with modules within vehicles. And he dead ass was like, close enough and then that's from that point <laughs> that that's how I got here so it doesn't have to be letter by letter you know exactly what you can't do you, you just got to know how to finesse it in order to be like okay yeah I can do this shit you know so yeah and then I knew it was for me too because just talking to the team you know, they were like, like you were saying, like they, they knew their shit. They were open to asking my questions. They wanted to know more about me too. And like all the engineering shit that I've been doing. And they wanted to know what I was interested in. I talked to five different managers all at once, you know? So, and then um, they were saying like, oh yeah, we're interested in you. We're interested in you. Like, so that was cool to me. Cause it's like, oh, okay. I can like grow and learn at the same time. Like, I don't feel like I'm going to be stagnant, you know, while I'm there. So that's how I knew the show was for me. And did, did you feel like um, the new job actually relates to like your undergrad and your grad degree or? It definitely relates to my undergrad shit. Um, Cause I did take uh, communication theory, mind you in my last semester of undergrad, but that's how funnily enough, I got the shit at Harmon. Cause they were like, Oh, do you have like communications experience? I was like, I'm taking the class. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, what are you doing right now that can like help you kind of like just get your foot in, you know? So yeah. Yeah. Cause I was like, oh, maybe, but you know, I'm excited. So since you're back, like in, like you have a new role, but it's still in the engineering, I guess, spectrum. Do you mm-hmm. see yourself, I guess, either with this company or I guess kind of like in the future, any like, ever going to the business side of stuff like are you interested in that or um that's why I got the MBA because I am interested in that um honestly I was applying to shit like that like business analytics and stuff like that um but they kept saying "Mm, no so (laughs) no dead ass because they were like we feel like you're overqualified or like we feel like because they were looking for like particular degree types like they were looking for um they were looking for like finance or uh what's the other one like data analytics shit like that like more like computer science side of stuff because then you're working with more like SQL and shit like that um so I've I've I was trying (laughs) but like they were like nope so I was like all right cool shit engineering it is that ain't no problem so question of the hour was it hard to quit (laughs) <laughs> no <laughs> so, like, um it it was it was kind of awkward because i've i've known these people for four years you know and it's like man like i know like they're they're going through it right now and like oh man like oh you know so it's like we talked about this actually you know like the whole awkward stage of leaving you know I had people like calling me, people emailing me like, oh my God, you know, and I'm like, oh, it's like, it felt, it felt good because I'm like, I'm glad I'm leaving on a good note. You know what I mean? I feel like with any role that I take on, like, I want to do my best and then make sure like, 
you know, I'm doing the shit that I'm expected to do, you know, at a high caliber. So nobody was pissed or being like, oh, yes, bitch, she's finally fucking gone. Like, nobody was like that, you know? So that was great. But, um, nah, bro, I was, I typed that email so quick. As soon as I hit, <laughs> as soon as I hit send, um, I, it was just like, oh, like my shoulders dropped. I felt like I could just turn into like a helium balloon or some shit. I was like, yo, like, like this is it. So yeah, it, it wasn't that hard. I just, I knew it had to be done though. So yeah. Okay. So love job. Who this? You said what? I was saying, I think you looked up and quit at the perfect time because of COVID, you don't have to deal with having that awkward last day lunch. they kept saying that too they were like oh man we wish we could have had a lunch and i'm like and i know i'm chubby and i love food but i'm like i i did not want to do it i i don't even like doing it when other people are leaving it just feels so awkward you know like we're literally celebrating you leaving with food you know what i'm saying like that's kind of fucked up in my opinion but eh, yeah yeah fortunately i did not have to go through that so yeah so your new job what are you most looking forward to i'm actually looking forward to a different change of pace um because being in automotive you know cars are coming down the line every fucking second every minute you know whereas you know i'm going into defense now these contracts last for like a few years and they may only make 10 to 15 planes or, you know, like only a certain amount of like communications and communication systems and shit like that. So it's kind of like, you know, how do you manage those milestones and still make a good product over a long ass period of time? Like, granted, it's still like hella shit going on and like regulations and all that. But, you know, how do you kind of manage all that? So I'm excited to see kind of like just slowing the fuck down and seeing how it goes. So yeah and moving to utah i've never fucking been to utah um i forgot that part you see how she just slid it in there i'm like uh (laughs) i didn't forget (laughs) it's just another part i'm excited about because i've I've never resided outside of michigan of course i've visited other states and shit but i've never just been like okay this is my new home now and shit so yeah this is all fucking new to me um 24-hour drive I already got the apartment, so that's dope. So, yeah. Now, Jessica, you know, when Kayla told me she was moving to Utah, I was like, do black people even live? In <laughs> and I was like, yes. Yes. Was, yes. I'm like, are you this is to me? It's my first time finding out. I just heard moving. I'm thinking, oh, Kayla finally going to be in the city. No. Nope. I'm being Salt Lake City, <laughs> not Detroit. <laughs> but yeah, like that's that's the thing people keep saying. Like I'll be they're like, oh yeah, I'm going to this company, and they're like, oh, I'm like where is it? I'm like Utah. They're like Utah. <laughs> We're the Mormons, and is it is it any black people? I'm like, bro, I'm not going to be the first black person. What'd you say, Elena? Integrating into the state <laughs> shit. I'm like, no, there's already black people there. Granted, yes. We're a minority. I think it's only like three percent of the population is black or some crazy shit. But uh yeah, there's some melanated folks there. It'll be fine. Well, congrats. 
That's my first time knowing, so. Jesus, I choked on this bro. <laughs> Thank you. Shit. <laughs> Ow. Okay, I'm sorry. I was in the pop. But yeah, it's exciting. I think a new role in general is exciting. And I hope it's like fun and refreshing and not annoying and giving you panic attacks because like no one needs that. No, I'm expecting them to be annoying because I mean, engineering is annoying in general. Dealing with people is annoying as fuck. You know what I mean? But yeah, I just hope that, you know, I learn some new shit and keep it pushing. Sorry. They should put that like in like in undergrad they should teach like in in like whatever your engineering first class is like in orientation they should put that in there like engineering is annoying it is just like that like there you go that's the registration <laughs> with the pamphlet like oh you registered for your first engineering course here you go a pamphlet on how engineering is ignoring it is annoying i'm dead pretty much any final words or like advice to anybody looking for a job or role transition right now during COVID? Oh, Jesus. I would say I applaud you because this shit is hard as fuck. Um, and just kind of really narrow down the shit that you're trying to do next because not only are you competing with you know, people who are qualified for that role, you're competing with people who really, really need a fucking job right now, you know? Not like, oh, I just graduated. I'm here to start my career. Like, no, like, I got let go or some shit like that. And I really want to at least maintain that level of, like, salary or location, whatever. So I would say the more research that you do in preparation for, like, these career fairs and shit like that, and the more you reach out and network before that point, that really makes this process so much easier. Um, no guarantees, but it's like you just have to be consistent and put yourself out there because I feel like a lot of people are just shoving their resumes through these like automatic systems and stuff. You can't do that anymore. It's, these shits are getting flooded every day with applications like yours. So the more you can do like to stand out, you know, and for people to recognize you, the better. So. Yay! So, Woo. we made it. That was quite... <laughs> Any relatively new speaking. Huh? I said relatively speaking. Well, <laughs> yeah, in that case, yeah. <laughs> Any news? Any news? Anything anybody want to share? Bitch, I'm out. That's it. <laughs> That's my news. Shit. I hate you. <laughs> Any news, Jessica? Mm-mm. Oh, I'm almost done with my boot camp. I have I'm trying to see how many days I got left. I got two days left or two class sessions left, I should say. Oh, so you really almost done. Oh, yeah. That shit flew by. Like, it was fun. Dude, we spoofed a whole Twitter uh, website where, like, it could capture, like, your login data and shit. Oh, boy. But anyway, that's been interesting. My exam's on Monday. He was like, it's 20 questions, multiple choice. I'm like, oh, that ain't shit. I'm thinking like engineering, like, you know, 100 questions, fill in the blank. You got to fucking demonstrate <laughs> your coding skills or bullshit like that. But no, nah, it's pretty easy. So that's my news. 
Yay. Mm. I'm excited. I think I'm buying a couch this weekend. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> my hopefully, I'm like my house ain't echoing so much because it's shit in it now. Okay. Like a couch. Are you going to get it from like our van because them motherfuckers shut the fuck down or? somewhere else well our van didn't really have anything the last time we went but we were looking for a bed but mm-hmm. i'll go back um this time and see if they have a couch so we was about to between uh like a value city furniture and like a gardener white um oh, okay. because our van right now there's no warranties and it's kind of like you have to take the furniture in whatever condition that it's in mm-hmm. so if we get it and it's messed up we can't send it back Mm. So I'm like, I don't really, I don't know about that. Cause if you scuff my shit up, I don't want it. <laughs> I if would it say ripped or something, you know? Yeah, I would take a magnifying glass of that shit. Like, bruh, not about to fuck me over. Just right, but also you don't know how it's gonna come when it get delivered or when they put it in your house. So I was just like, it's just probably safer for me to go somewhere where if it's wrong, I can send a bet. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then I, all is well. We got, you know, stuff. We moved our uh, old furniture over. And then the items that we needed new, we got. So we got everything but a dishwasher. But, you know, these hands work fine. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you. I'm dead. But all right, we made it to the end. And we're so excited to be back with you um, all. So... As always, you can catch us at she 2 stem on all of our platforms as well as our email. That is she 2 as in T-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-